welcome to the Meadows Investment Forum. I have here Ivan Babek, Executive Chairman of Orin Resource. Welcome, Thank Ivan. Thank you for having me. So you just finished your financing. Can you describe what you have? That's perfect timing because the market just uh, cratered and then you just uh, closed it. You know, um, we've been very strategic with our financings. Uh, we have about 104 million shares out. We can put about 75 million into one room. And you know, we've been very fortunate with who our shareholders are and we were able to attract some other marquee shareholders here. Um, it's not your traditional financing. It was not a bought deal with the, with the market. It was a non-brokered private placement at $1.60 per share with no warrant. Um, our methodology here has been going after world-class discoveries, which as you know, take time. Um, we've raised $100 million before this financing, and where we see ourselves is some really good high-quality opportunities that are coming out of Peru that have a lot higher probability from the early stuff we've been trying in Canada. And um, there's no shortage of other companies paying attention, so we want to be defensive with our shareholder base. We also have designed our share structure to perform if we make a discovery. Um, when you have the kind of control, or not control, but the kind of shareholder base that we have, that's been trained through our past successes and continues to finance us in our current opportunity. When discoveries are made, the likelihood of everybody looking for higher prices together is there. So the timing was serendipitous towards the correction on Friday. We closed the second tranche on Thursday. It put us in a very defensive cash position. I was listening to some other industry experts talk about the crash and uh, they said if companies aren't financed, there's a lot of risk to the downside. So we've taken that risk out. And now we're on that home stretch to go uh, get some permits to drill in Peru. And a lot of exciting things happen this year for us ahead of us. Oh, great. You mentioned your talk optionality. Can you describe to, to our viewers what it is? Sure. So we built a portfolio of seven projects and we work with Newmont's former global exploration team, which means really big swings. Everything we look for has to meet the scale of world class. Uh, three things stand out. Um, Committee Bay and Homestake, they're the most mature. That's in Canada. Um, but in Peru, obviously a different jurisdiction, Sombrero has taken a really, really strong tier one exploration look on the other half of a major copper belt, uh, copper gold belt, you know, is what we're looking at with what we've been sampling. And then um, this thing called Curibaya that kind of came while we were waiting for drill permits at Sombrero. It's showing us some of the best grades we've seen in precious metals in our careers. You know, a lot of multi-kilo silver, a lot of multi-gram gold. And people get excited when you talk about grade and they want to assume you're just high grading it and whatnot. And we are sampling veins and we don't hide from that at all. But the veins are radiating off of some domes, which is where we believe the target's going to be. And what we want to drill is high grade, low tonnage. It's a low sulfidation system, but really high grade. We want to find the source of where all this high grade is coming from. So the optionality is that we, we've talked about openly of splitting our company into three, giving shareholders two more shares, uh, one for Curry Baya, one for the Canadian stuff, and we keep our Sombrero share. And why we thought of this is because we're only getting paid for Sombrero right now. We get no value for other assets. The second point is um, the, uh, the, the desire to spread the risk and spread the opportunity into these other entities it also reduces our burn rate considerably and it makes the amount of money going into the ground, that ratio versus burn rate much higher per company. So we're gonna end up, if we do this, with three entities that have a really high ratio of money in the ground, which is how we'll make money through discovery. And we had some benchmarks I talked about in my speech that we wanted to see, and they're happening now before we consider a, splint, a SpinCo. And uh, one of them is the PEA that's coming out on Homestake, expected mid-March. 
Um, we think that's going to be a very deep value proposition for the Canadian entity. The other one is permits for sombrero. Yes, which, um, that's what um, people. My next question. Your next question. People have talked about these taking a very long time, and being at the forefront of everyone's investment, including my own as a large shareholder. Um, I share that frustration to the nth degree, but we did achieve our DIA, which is the environmental permit. This is the long one that we need of two in about six and a half months, which is the fastest one in the last several years in Peru, which is a substantial complement to our team working in Peru. As you know, we've done tons of social stuff and that's the next permit we're gonna need. We've done a lot of agricultural programs. We continue to do them. We think this next phase will be much quicker than the first, which took six and a half months. So while you wait, um, our considerations are Spinco. We have maturity coming out of Canada with a PA on Homestake. We have permit advancement. And then Curry Buy is just getting started. They resume work on it March 15th. Um, and there'll be a lot of more news to come out of there. And the theme of Curry Buy, much like Sombrero, it's gotten better every time we've gone to the project. And this is what happened in Keegan when we found our 5 million ounce gold mine in West Africa. It happened in Caden before we, the buyout happened with Ignico Eagle. When you get on a project and you're getting into discovery, there's always been a theme of things just keep getting better as we work our way through the exploration. Um, it does not guarantee a discovery by any means, but um, coming out of this, if we can enter this bull market with three shares, a Sombrero share, a Curibaya share, and a Canadian Gold share, you know, I think we've given our shareholders a tremendous opportunity to win more than once. And, uh, and we look forward to that as a possibility in the coming months. Wow, great, great. So do you basically, when do you plan to drill those Peruvian target? Yeah. Uh, you, you, do you expect the, the time frame? Well, I, I think we're, um, we're, we're definitely inside of about, uh, well, I wouldn't say inside of, but it would be between three to four months three before four we months. can probably drill Sombrero. Uh, that's been conservative, and I'd rather err on conservative because we don't control Peruvian Peruvian government entities, but we're doing everything we can to make that as efficient and as short of a timeline as possible. Um, Secondly, Curibaya does not need a DIA, it does not need a social permit, it's a much different permit, it's called an FTA, which has been known to take between four to six months start to finish. We plan to finish our targeting in the next few months and have a drill permit for Curibaya by year end. So for us, I think strategy of who we bring on as investors what kind of projects we're going after, and market timing has to all coalesce so that we can be drilling these big discoveries into the bull market. There's a lot of luck involved here. We've been very lucky with a lot of things, but uh, you know, I think our biggest appreciation has been the patience of our shareholders and uh, the opportunity in front of us being as big as it is on multiple fronts. Okay, great. That's a great story, Evan. Hopefully next metal investment, we can hear some of your great results. We look very forward to it. Thank <laughs> okay, you so much for you. having me. Yeah, thank Cheers. You. Thank you.